okay, we just need to start. Um, we need to start collecting data and we need to think systematically. One of the biggest challenges one observes sometimes in government is we say we do not have capacity to collect data and so we hire some international organization to do it for us. There's nothing wrong with this if you need it. But if you're trying to build an economy, start with a local organization. Get a university to do it. Get mm -hmm. your civil servants to do it. They'll do a bad job the first time. Then they'll do a better job the second time and an excellent job the third time. But if we do this all the time, yes, you get the data, but you never get the capacity. Mm. Now, when we've got the data, what next? Because we've been talking about regional integration for far too long. Uh, and it's not really happening at a pace that is satisfactory. But what do you do? Because also you have the sovereignty of countries in terms of how they, for instance, determine their fiscal policies. But how do you make sure uh, that they all tie in with the greater object objectives of development of the continent? It really depends on where we think the borders stop. If we believe the borders stop on the edges of the continent, then we will make better policy and we will trade with each other more. If we believe the border stops outside our gate or outside where our ethnic group lives, then we will make the policies we have today. Where to move from one country to another. As an African, I can move freer in Europe than I can in Africa. It is shocking. People have to, to go from one country to the next in Africa. Sometimes you have to leave the continent and come back. Mm. Now, one of the simple things we can do is force it. The same way you have black economic empowerment, where you force it. Let's force it. Let's sit down and say, we must do more together. What should I stop growing so I can sell it to you? And what should you stop growing so you can sell it to me? That's one simple way to force it. The European nations forced it upon themselves as well. Um, and between uh, the USA and Britain, the trade was also forced. Like with black economic empowerment that you have in this country, sometimes you have to force it. So how do we force it? I mean, uh, it was noted by, by someone saying that if you look at Africa and what it consumed, we, we, we produce very little of what we ourselves consume. Yes, well, that's exactly how you force it. So if you look in China, look in Japan, look in the Koreas, look in Taiwan, look at the USA's economic history. The way they forced this was they said, listen, if we are consuming this, let's produce it. Mm. And it's not, it's not complicated at all. Um, and that's exactly how you force it. Of course, it's going to take some economic uh, policy to help people take the risk because if you start to try to produce something you consume chances are you're not as competitive as the people who are exporting it to your country and every single country there is no country in the g20 that didn't do this none and right now the indian prime minister is going about a make in india campaign because he's trying to do precisely this they're consuming things that they don't produce so he says make in india that's exactly how you so, force it. So let, let's look at some of the processes uh, supporting business and innovation in Africa to achieve exactly that. What is lacking at the moment? Um, okay. Part of what is lacking, there's quite a long list, but in the interest of being concise, part of what is lacking, um, if you were to do this well, essentially what we're saying is 
you pick a global market let's say automotives or mobile phones and you say we're going to make this here now that is not exactly very easy it's not very easy. you're trying to compete on a global scale that's not very easy and private sector if they could do it they would have done it already because the returns are huge now you ask government to step in this is not very easy so i would say that's definitely one challenge mm. maybe even before this step how do you know which market to pick do you pick i don't know semiconductors do you pick plastics how do you know what market to pick there's so many markets you could compete in do you pick rice i mean what do you pick um now this doesn't mean don't pick anything because all the countries i've mentioned all picked a few things now I'm not going to say that, but for the interest of uh, everybody listening, if you don't know what to pick, there's something very simple you can do. Fix the business environment. If you don't know what to pick and you don't want to gamble, fix the environment. The World Economic Forum has something called the Global Competitiveness Report, which basically ranks economies across the world for how competitive they are, which means if you have a brilliant idea, what is the likelihood your brilliant idea will thrive in that economy? It's got 12 pillars, everything from education to ease of doing business to, uh, to health. It's got all these pillars. Now, unfortunately, African countries don't feature anywhere near the top. 